views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, oh, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. For those of you that were listening uh, the past hour, welcome back to the show. Uh, I want to give a shout out to all of you out there tuning us in, turning us on this hour, all of our affiliates. And happy Halloween to uh, both uh, Benny and Taylor. Taylor, come in here for a minute, would you? No. Please. Uh, you got to do it, man. I, I I'm sorry. Do, I got to do a <laughs> shout out for our buddies across the prairie at WBLQ. Yes. Hi, guys out there. Happy Halloween. Come on into the camera. Let's see. Put on. You've got your hat. Everybody, if, can you see Taylor on? on uh, yeah, I can zoom out. Okay, here. no, wait. Okay, so Taylor, I got to put my little thing on. Hold on. Wait. Here we go. So if those are watching online at 1150kknw.com or the drpatshow.com, whatever the affiliate uh, vehicle is, we've got uh, costume wares at the moment. We've Very got nice. Pat, that would be the orange, uh, the what orange, did you say you were? The orange boa lady? I'm the uh, orange boa queen. Oh, queen, right. Queen. Okay. And then, of course, queen. we have Taylor dressed up as the great Catsby. Excellent. Yes, little play so on words. Looks pretty good. Words. Looks pretty All good. Right. So I got some for each of you for today. Hold All on. Right. Hold All on. Right. I got to get it. So Taylor and I will discuss why or how yeah. come you uh, wanted to go why. with the great right. Gatsby. I don't know. It's something, something unique. I don't know. Gatsby is pretty. I mean, it was. Uh, they made the movie, the remake this year. Sure. So it's relevant for it, now. <laughs> so I might as well do it now and take advantage of. And cats. Cats always play. So. Right. Exactly. What, old people. Kids. And animals. Yep. Those are your top three. Nice. It'll make it every time. Yeah. I got you a little Halloween y thing. Oh, hey, cool. Thanks, Pat. It is pumpkin chocolate chip Ooh. bread. Awesome. Thank you. Okay, one for each of you. And and by the way, kudos to Taylor did his own makeup. He did, I by like the way. It. So he did, did his own little whisker action and his own little red nose. Aww. I love it. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I do have to give credit to my girlfriend I, I, though. She came up with the great Catsby, so Oh. Oh, super well, there you go. creative. But yeah. Right. Nice. Yeah. Good job, so, girlfriend. Yeah. You, are Thanks, you doing any, anything fun for the? Are you part of the costume gig here, the contest? Here? Yeah, I'm trying to a little bit later. Trying to enter the competition, see if I can't. Uh... Oh, everyone's entered. Yeah, it's just how much you get from it. Yeah, exactly. Are so. you going to have like a little parade around the studios here? I don't think a parade. We just no. kind of collaborate out there around. in the foyer. Congregate. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I remember that one year you almost got fired for your contest for, for your costume. Which one? Oh, the coconuts. Oh, that was just because me, me, me. There was no contest. I, I just did it. I know you did. That's it. just I, me, Benny I being actually, Benny. Regular Tuesday afternoon. Yeah, exactly. I loved it. I loved twelve thirty. <laughs> hey, let's throw in a coconut bra, Benny. Okay, oh, yeah. sounds that like a plan. So good. I love that. <laughs> I don't know that that went viral. I think there was before viral, actually. Yeah. Like back, yeah. back in the day, as I Benny started say. viral. Yeah. Uh, so I wanted each of you to have that. I think Thank it's you. pump. 
pumpkin chocolate it chip. It looks like it, yeah. Bread. Looks delicious. Or something like that. Appreciate and it. You can take it for the boys, too. Show it on All the right, camera. All right, show it up on the camera. Now, Benny, we're not going to see Benny's costume, uh, so I'm going to have to like take a picture. Well, of it in on a my little bit, phone. in a little bit, I'll probably put it on. It's oh, just on it's your way ca- out. That yeah, would be good. it's a well, even before that. Oh, nice. Yeah, so, that would be good. I'm just so limiting we, my. We movement. should get a little picture of us together. Yeah, we have to just group, find somebody to take it on the little phones or something. We can do it at the break. I love Halloween. Someone. I love it. Cool. So, what's your Halloween message today, Taylor? <sighs> Uh, don't be scared. <laughs> Benny, what's yours? <laughs> That's too easy. <laughs> I just like his uh, uh his traffic update, like the spooky show coming up. So yeah, I just want to, again, everyone be safe out there tonight. True. All the little ghosts and goblins True. and trick-or-treaters out there on the roadways, please just be safe. Um, If you're out walking around, kids have a little extra protection, light up reflectors. specifically reflectors. Exactly. I know it's kind of exactly. like cheesy, but you know what? You got to do it. Got to be yeah. safe. You got to be I'm safe. I'm a dad now, so yeah. it's yeah. all the good I'm things. I'm so glad you right? say that. I know, I know. Right. What are, you're not gonna, are you able to tell what you're dressing the boys up uh, At not? the moment, no. no it's okay. still kind of a secret. Just right. to, Facebook sorry. Him. Yeah, Facebook yeah. Him. we will. You got to Facebook him. Thank you, guys. Thank I you. I love this. I think this is the first year that I've actually come in Halloween dressed up. It was the timing of the, the show. or I think it was pretty good. It's possible. I can't remember. I'll have to go up. back to some of the archives. Okay, so m- both Moon and Jessica dressed up. Oh, really? Can they yeah. send pictures or Moon, somehow? can you guys send pictures? Yeah. Jessica, Moon, send some pictures. And she had like a full outfit on. Well, she had like a full gear. Uh, I, did... I, I made a mistake. I said it was the Ninja Warrior. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> It wasn't the it's ninja. Probably something really close, though. Well, if, I, I heard. I, I, it I don't really know. Was, just... She had a great costume, but I blew it. Uh, today's show, this is perfect because, you know, we are happy. And I have to tell you that, you know, I, I, I'm just like everybody else. I have my moments where I'm super happy, and then I have my moments where, you know, I get down a little bit. But generally, I love, love, love being in the happy moments. You know, today I get to chat with Dr. Rick Hansen about hardwiring happiness, the new brain science of contentment, calm, and confidence. And, I, and, you know, what I love about this is the idea that this can be a choice. And what I mean by that is when you read his book, and you'll, you all will see what I'm talking about. When you read the book, one of the things that you'll find is that there are things we could learn, things we can do, things we can understand to shift our lives, to change our lives. You know, and what does that look like? So today we get to chat on this auspicious occasion on Happy Halloween. You know, happy is the key word about what hardwiring happiness is all about. Uh, Dr. Hansen, welcome to the show. Great to have you here. Oh, it's a pleasure, Dr. Pat. And please call me Rick. I will call you Rick. We have to take a little moment here to, to really just be happy about Halloween. You know, I know that, uh, you know, you're someone that has been spending your life to try to understand some of the dynamics of what life could be about for us. And, you know, you've done amazing work. You've taught at Oxford, at Stanford, at Harvard. You know, you've been in meditation centers across Europe and Australia and North America. You've been around the world is what I'm trying to say. You get around a little bit. Yeah. Right. To my wife's dismay. <laughs> but one of the things I love about this book is that I believe, and please correct me if I'm wrong, I believe what you're doing here is giving us an invitation to change our lives 
to be happy and fulfilled. Um, I, I think that we get confused, or at least let me speak for myself. Sometimes that long and winding road masks our true authenticity of brightness, and we forget what kind of power and potential. I wanted to ask you about this. Uh, do we really have that power and potential? Is hardwiring an option for everyone? Well, it doesn't surprise me, Pat, that you've really nailed the bullseye question. Um, you know, so put it in context. I've been a psychologist a long time, also married a long time, and have raised young adult kids and have been in business and have seen a lot of things, you know, in the last uh, 60 years or so of my life. Mm-hmm. And one thing that just really pops out for me again and again is the hopeful truth, mm-hmm. but also the cut to the chase, it's on us truth, that mm-hmm. we actually can earn our own happiness. Uh, from a research standpoint, probably two-thirds of the factors that determine whether we feel happy, and I use that term very broadly to include well-being, inner peace, feeling fulfilled, and also feeling confident and resilient and strong inside and determined and moral. Well, about two-thirds of what determines whether we become that, whether we become the person we want to be, which will benefit, of course, ourselves and other people, about two-thirds of what determines that is in our own hands, which is wonderfully hopeful, but also makes us the responsible ones. And in the last 10 years, I've zeroed in on, as you know, how to actually change your own brain so that you can weave these inner strengths, like resilience and happiness and feeling loved, into your own neural hardware so you take it with you wherever you go. Mm. Um, I, I want to talk about something and then kind of take off on it in, in terms of some of the things you've put in the book. One of the things that uh, I was caught seeing <laughs> on one of the shows is uh-huh. I said, you know, we're all called to shine. You know, that that's it. We're all we're all called to shine. That's our job here. And that um, it is our birthright to truly live an epic life. And And what I said was for myself. I knew that when I came in, and I think I forgot it. And so my life has been about remembering that and, and remembering it even in the good times, the bad times, the ugly times. Can you talk a little bit about whether or not I'm kind of on track with that, or is there a different perspective? I mean, can we be wired to come into this world miserable, I guess is my question. <laughs> yeah, well, it's funny. Uh, once you, there's a joke that if you have one child, you know, in terms of the nature and nurture yeah, dichotomy, yeah. yeah, yeah, if you have one child, you believe in nurture, like, oh, I must be such a wonderful parent. But as soon as your second child comes in, and you see how different your second child is temperamentally in his or her just underlying nature from your first child, you become a big believer in the power of nature compared <laughs> to nurture. Yeah, right. and so yeah, it is really true that some people have different, you know, kind of like set point, some people are more melancholy just by nature, or they're very sensitive. They're easily affected by life. Um, they're kind of the thoroughbreds, as it were, who, who really reacted to the least thing compared to the plow horses. I'm more of a plow horse. You know, yeah. my wife says there are two kinds of people, orchids and crabgrass. I'm kind of like more like crabgrass. <laughs> you know? She's more like an orchid. On the other hand, to your point, and my point earlier, We can earn our own happiness, and that's where I think that while it's important to learn to shift our perspective 
on things, and Mm -hmm. our perspectives definitely do shape how we feel about them and how we act in them. It's also really important to not waste your good experiences on your brain, Mm -hmm. but to actually help yourself learn. So over time, you internalize your good experiences, including good perspectives. You develop yourself. There's a traditional word in Buddhism, cultivation. You know, you cultivate, you grow in the garden of your mind, wholesome qualities. And what interests me a lot is how to actually do that with a brain that, unfortunately, given its Stone Age nature, is not very good at growing wholesome qualities inside oneself. Well, I want to talk with you, Rick, when we come back about a number of things in the book. But I do want to talk about the four steps uh, of taking in the good. I, I was, I mean, I've read a lot of things in the book and a lot of things I wanted to talk with you about. But I thought this would be really brilliant because I haven't really talked about, haven't really talked about the good in this way. And you put these four steps together, which I want to have a conversation with you about. I think they're brilliant. I absolutely think they're brilliant. And at the same time, again, it points to we are at a choice point for how we spend our day. When we come back, got Rick Hansen here. The book is uh, Hardwiring Happiness. Later on the show, we got a couple copies to give away. When we come back, we're going to talk about the four steps for taking in the good. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Get inspired. Create the life you desire with internationally known radio host and motivational speaker, Sue London. Sue inspires millions of people to overcome difficult or traumatic situations in their lives. People feel hope, courage, and are ready to move forward after hearing Sue speak. Book motivational speaker Sue London for your next event at AskSueLondon.com. That's AskSueLondon.com. Tune in each Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 Eastern Time on Transformation Talk Radio to Limelight Radio with Katina Macris. This is an inspirational, cutting-edge radio show educating worldwide listeners on the diversity of Lyme disease-related topics. Each week, Katina will interview some of the world's leaders in health, wellness, spirituality, and human potential. For more information, visit LimeLightRadio.com. Laura Longley is on a mission to remove stuckness from your life for good and replace it with happiness. Tune in Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, and Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com for The Laura Longley Show, where authentic change takes flight. Say yes to that inspired you and goodbye to your stuckness as Laura and her guests deliver powerful ways to work through common problems in this fun and unique hit show. 
Tune in each Tuesday at noon Pacific and 3 Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com for The Dr. Julie Show, All Things Connected with Dr. Julie Kroll, featuring weekly segments with David Eisen and the Shocker Sound System. Each week, you will journey through infinite possibilities, expand into social potential, and find beautiful beginnings where endings leave off. Changemakers from around the world will explore what's emergent about the environment, relationships, health, the arts, education, and the evolution of consciousness. Visit thedrjulieshow.com. Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Stephan each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit TheTruthIsFunny.com. Everybody, welcome back. Uh, Dr. Rick Hansen joining me here today. Hardwiring happiness, the new brain science of contentment, calm, and confidence. I love this uh, because for most of my life, I didn't think that I stood a chance. You know, I actually didn't, re- I didn't think I would either get out of the Bronx. You know, actually, uh, I remember as a child that I, I in, in a moment of, uh, what's the word, Benny, that I want to say? Defiance. At a moment of defiance as a young young girl uh, in the Bronx, cement jungle, I climbed up the monkey bars and wouldn't come down. You know, so what's up with that? Why would you climb up on the monkey bars and wouldn't come down? I mean, like for hours. Uh, and the police have to come and the fire department. What was that about? Was that a metaphor for my life or was it just a moment of time? What year was that? Uh, if you don't mind me asking. 19... 19- 60. All right, I'm going to look for a reference online somewhere. Ah! Just, online. Yeah. just to see if I could find it, because I know Superman wasn't that <laughs> far back. So. I, think, I, think was, I don't know. Maybe you wanted to be like, a superhero. It was like, I think it was like 60 or 62 okay, right, or something right. like I'm just, that. I'm trying to, hey, I'm trying to do a little detective work, too, uh, on my end. So. Yeah. Then I started a long-term relationship with a psychiatrist in New York called Dr. Jacoby. Hmm. Uh, Rick, thank you. And the reason I wanted to share that little story is because for a long time, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, I knew that I could have a better life, but I didn't have a clue how that would happen happen for me. You know, honestly, someone asked me, and I remember I went to therapy on this. So I, 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 this is really ties right in with what you're talking about, the four steps of taking in the good. So I remember the doctor asking me, why did you know, what was it about? I mean, why didn't you come down? You know, what was it about that? And I said, well, uh, I didn't want to come down. <laughs> and he said, well, what do you mean you didn't want to come down? And I said, I-, I-, I loved it up there. I was very happy. And I wanted to share that story with you because I really was. I was very happy. I didn't want to lose that feeling. You know, and who knows why at that point in time in my life it was important for me at the, to be at the top of the monkey bar um, and and to be there and want to just stay there forever and why that felt so good. But you do talk about 
the four steps of taking in the good. And when I read this in your book, that was the experience of my childhood that I pointed to. Now, maybe you can help me with this, but let's tell everybody what the four steps of taking in the good are all about. Oh, okay, definitely. Well, um, the basic idea here is how do you actually become happier? And also, for example, how do you feel more confident or less anxious or heal childhood issues or have more inner peace or become more determined, um, have more sense of strength and assertiveness inside yourself? How do you actually do that? Well, the brain learns in two stages, really simply. First, you actually have to activate an experience. You have to be having an experience. And then second, you've got to install it in your brain. And that's the problem. Most of the time we have good experiences, but they're wasted on the brain. What you did, though, there, clearly, Dr. Pat, <laughs> is that you uh, marinated in that experience. You, I did. You just intuitively knew how to take it into yourself. And that goes to mm. this four-step process, I, and I coined the acronym HEAL, H-E-A-L, for the four steps. Mm-hmm. I'll name them quickly here. The first step is to have a positive experience in the first place either because you're noticing one you're already having, like being on the monkey bars at the time, or you create it by, like, calling up that memory, that felt sense in your body. So have it. Second step, to begin the installation process of turning that experience into lasting neural structure that you can take with you wherever you go. Enrich it, E for enrich, by staying with it 5, 10, 20 seconds straight, feeling it more in your body, you know, helping it last, protecting it, etc. And then you can also intensify the learning process, the personal growth process you're going through here by A for absorb. You can intend and sense that the experience is going into you. And then if you want, after you do the basic three steps, have, enrich, and absorb of the heal process, if it's appropriate, you can take that that positive experience you're having, let's say, you know, that joyfulness and freedom and, and a sense of your own capacities and confidence on those monkey bars, as it were, and the joy of it all, and you can uh, link it to, you can also bring into awareness something that um, is to be healed, such as feeling sad yeah. or not so capable or, or doubtful of your own worth or insecure let's say. And since in the famous saying, neurons that fire together, wire together, if you're aware of both the positive and the negative in your mind, keeping the positive bigger, it will gradually soothe, ease, and eventually replace the negative. So that gives us, in sum, H-E-A-L, heal. And you can do that half a dozen times a day, 30 seconds at a time. It doesn't become a big deal. But if you do that, oh my God, you're gradually completely changing your own brain and leaning it more and more and more in the direction of, uh, you know, unconditional inner strength and inner peace. Well, you know, it's fascinating. I mean, what do you make of me, uh, you know, as I was reading that part of the book, I, I actually went back to that experience. Um, and uh, and to this day, I will tell you that little little quirky thing about me. Um, I love being up on, on high places, right? I, I like being up on high places. And, you know, I've always been fascinated by that. Uh, you know, what, how do we do this, Rick? I mean, yeah. how do we actually hardwire, uh, you know, our hardwire happiness or fulfillment or the whole conglomerate of it? How do we hardwire it to, you know, when we have such horrible things happen to us? Now, what I didn't share with you 
is as a seven-year-old, I lost my mother. I mean, yeah. we all go through those experiences. What is that like for us? Right. I mean, we all have hard things. Um, for me, that's one of the main reasons to actually not waste opportunities in everyday life to let good experiences land mm-hmm. and come into us and sink in. You know, we have a brain that's like Velcro for bad experiences, but Teflon for positive ones. It's really good at learning from negatives because that's what our ancestors needed to do to survive. On the other hand, if we look for those little moments that are real, you know, in daily life, mm-hmm. maybe it's pulling up a memory that was important to us from childhood, like mm-hmm. you're talking about, yeah. or maybe what we're, we've done is we, we accomplish something or we're having a good conversation with someone like I feel I am with you right now, or we notice some good quality in ourselves, or we look outside and, you know, flowers are blooming, children are laughing, ain't dead yet, right? Glazed right. donuts taste great, <laughs> you know, whatever. In that moment, that's your opportunity. That's your opportunity to actually help that positive experience sink in. So increasingly, you have it with you wherever you go. And that's what my book's all about. It's about popping open the bottleneck in the brain so you can let the everyday good experiences of of a normal life come into you so that gradually you shift yourself from the inside out and you gradually really start feeling from the inside out happier and more confident, more ambitious, more willing to dream big dreams, you know, swing for the fences, more willing to ask for what you want in an, in an intimate relationship. And also you feel less burdened and wounded mm-hmm. by the hard things that have happened to you in life. I love it. For those of you out there that are just tuning in, uh, I want to just make sure you know uh, Rick Hansen's my very special guest today. We're talking about the New York Times bestseller, Hardwiring uh, Happiness. Uh, it's an amazing book. You could go to rickhansen.net, uh, check it out, get your copy of the book. When we come back, we're going to take a short break. We're actually going to give away a couple copies of the book. But when we get back, we're going to kind of follow up with this conversation about negative material he talks about in the book. You know, negative material, how does it work? What does it even mean? Why are we so drawn to it? You know, what is it about our nature that would have us not only absorb the good, we we want that, but then we get completely, my words, not Rick's, addicted to the negative stuff. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Tune in each Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com for the hit radio show that illuminates the heart-centered bond of animal and human as souls destined to find each other in a lifetime. Each week, this world-renowned animal communicator, through her live call-in show, will assist you in understanding animals as light beings, here to raise the vibrational level of this planet. They're ready. Are you Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425 425- Four five one zero four zero four. Tune in to Peace World Radio, vibrant conversations to change the world with Christina Jans each second Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on TransformationTalkRadio.com and KKNW. This hit show is energetic 
vibrant and an engaging forum that's getting people talking. Christina brings you extraordinary and courageous people, bold in thought and action who dare to dream that things can be different. Peace World Radio. Join the talk the world is having. Chris Stainis is a spiritual leader and healer and teaches a course on how you can transform your life through a meditation and healing system that will manifest your spirit's dreams. She manifested the Women of Wisdom Conference, the Women of Wisdom book, and this radio show. And she can show you how to change your life, too. Are you ready? Visit the website and contact her at VoicesOfWomenToday.com. That's VoicesOfWomenToday.com. Where do you desire to go in life? How do you plan to get there? Are you only looking outside yourself for the answers? What if you use your soul's wisdom to lead the way? So what is the soul and how do you access this wisdom? Soul Suitcase with Victoria Cohen will unpack these questions and help you tap into and trust your own inner voice to solve everyday problems. Your Soul Suitcase is a treasure chest of wisdom inside you waiting to be discovered. Listen to Soul Suitcase on TransformationTalkRadio.com and discover how awakening to your inner voice transforms your life. The Tick-Borne Disease Alliance, TBDA, has just launched Fight Back for a Cure a new national grassroots campaign to build support for the fight against tick-borne diseases. This fall, 24-year-old John Donnelly is biking across America to meet others affected by tick-borne diseases and raise awareness about the national tick-borne disease epidemic. TBDA wants you to get involved in the campaign and follow John's journey. To learn more, visit BiteBackForACure.org. They're creepy and they're kooky, mysterious and spooky. They're all together hooky, the Adams family. The house is a museum, when people come to see them, they really are a scream, the Adams family. Neat. Sweet. Petite. So get a witch's shawl on, a broomstick you can crawl on, we're gonna pay a call on, the Adams family. The Adams family. Okay, so I grew up with the original Adams family, but then they did the remake, right? And then they did the movie. They stuck fairly close to the theme. They did. Mm-hmm. I was. I have to tell you, I, got, I gave them a two thumbs up for that. I did. Super two thumbs up for that. Uh, welcome, everyone. Welcome back. Rick Hansen joining me here today. We're going to open up the phone lines. Let's give a copy of the book away. Hardwiring Happiness on Halloween. Yay! Am I the good witch of the East today? Hardwiring Happiness by Rick Hansen. Uh, 1-800-930-2819. First caller, we'd like to give our first copy of the book away. 1-800-930-2819. First caller, ready to hardwire some happiness in your life? I love this book for a lot of reasons because, you know, uh, one of the things, Rick, you do is you really don't shy away for from the idea that we live in society. You know what? You, you and me, we're not on some mountain in Vermont, right. uh, the two of us. We, we live in society, in a world. Um, we have access to more media now than uh, anyone ever, ever, ever thought we, we would. I mean, you know, there are some of, some of us, you know, my aunt, my, uh, you know, my relatives, they're like, oh, my God, I never thought we'd be here. How do you do what you do? How do you, you know, have all this media, digital stuff? Well, I have folks that understand this. But I'll tell you, I worked for the phone company, Rick, when the phone company was designing cell phones. That, that's, I was part of that phone company there. Uh, 
And I don't think any of us thought that we would be at the place that we're at now with the digital world of media. Now, that brings me to something you say in your book. Again, not shying away from the conversation about negative material. Rick, here's what it says in the book. Negative material has costs. Negative material has costs right from the book. And then you tell us how it works. I would love for you to share this with our listeners because I said something before the break. I said, yeah, I think we have a little addiction to that. Uh, There are some statistics, some studies coming out about it. But it really does cost us, doesn't it? Oh, it totally does. And again, you think about for the Stone Age brain, you know, the way I think of it is that inside each one of us is an inner lizard, an inner mouse, and an inner monkey. That relates to the reptilian, mammalian, and primate stages of evolution. You know, we have these critters inside, and they lived in really harsh times, and they're scared. So the brain evolved to focus on the negative and then sort of dwell on it. And I think sometimes people... Um, stay preoccupied with the negative and they ruminate about it because they're afraid that if they stop being negative, something terrible will happen to them. It's almost as if it's a kind of magical thinking in which they're warding off bad events by always being so, you know, worried or irritated or kind of frazzled in life. On the other hand, that is really bad for your long-term health. It's bad for your relationships and it's bad for your well-being. And alternatively, what you can do is you can see the whole truth of life. You can see the negatives. I think it's incredibly important to face the negatives. And a lot of research shows that the strongest, best way to be able to deal with what's negative is to uh, take in the good and build inner strengths, including happiness, positive emotions, really protect us um, from negative things and build resilience in us. To do that, though, you know what I mean? You've got to see the whole mosaic. Mm -hmm. You've got to see not just the negatives, but the positives as well. And generally speaking, people bypass the positives. They overlook the positives. And when they notice them, they don't feel anything. And then if they even feel something, they don't pop open the bottleneck in their brain using the methods in my book that are based on tons of research on the neuropsychology of learning. And they don't let the good things sink in. So for me, it's not about... You know, optimism or pessimism, positive thinking or negative thinking, it's about realistic thinking. It's about seeing the whole truth, including the truth that if we don't take the extra 10 or 20 seconds, uh, half a dozen times a day, to help our positive experiences sink in, we're wasting them on our brain. And sooner or later, we're going to feel like we're running on empty. Well, let's just talk to talk about the follow-up also that you reference in the book, and that is to yeah. erase the negative. And I want to comment on that and and love for you to explain uh, what that means, because erase the negative. You know, I love that because, you know, I could see us with this giant eraser. Right. Um, uh, And, you know, and and how do we do that? I mean, there's a lot that's written about how do we erase the negative? You know, somebody I was I was interviewing someone this morning and I said, you know what? Gratitude and resentment cannot coexist. It's impossible uh, for those to coexist. And, and, And I said, you know, for me, gratitude is the gateway to heaven on earth. Mm. And, you know, and, and, and I've had a lot of bumps in the road in my life to be able to get there. You know, and so gratitude in advance is important for me. But sometimes, you know, I'm like everybody else. You know, I will have a moment where there will be a thought in my mind. Uh, for example, the thought about the monkey bars, right? Mm. I, ha- I had two visions that came in. One was being on the monkey bars. The other one was being in front of Dr. Jacoby. One really good, 
one not so good, right? Mm-hmm. How do we go about erasing the negative? Right. Great question. The key is link. It's that fourth step of taking the good that I spend a lot of time on in the book. And also the key step, not just um, being aware of both positive and negative at the same time, but also going after particular, particular, particular um, experiences that are the antidote to, the natural vitamin C, as it were, for the particular negative experiences. So, for example, if you have felt hurt or abandoned, maybe you lost a loved one when you were young, let's say, or maybe um, in adulthood um, you've been put down and mistreated, the natural antidote for that are experiences in everyday life of being included, seen, wanted, Um, liked and even loved. So when you have opportunities to have those experiences, and they don't have to be million-dollar moments. Most positive experiences, as you know, are ones and twos on the zero to ten scale of intensity, right? Um, But when you have those moments, those opportunities, wow, don't waste them. Center yourself in that good experience for 10 or 20, 30 seconds straight, and then bring into your awareness in the background, so it's small and in the distance, that old pain, or that longing in your heart, or that current issue today. And just be aware of both of them at the same time. Mm -hmm. And even if you want as a kind of bonus, send the positive into the negative. If you do that repeatedly, that's the essence in many ways of erasing old pain. You'll never forget what happened, and it may still affect you under extreme conditions. But generally speaking, it won't haunt you anymore, and you'll have cleared it out by associating positive to it repeatedly. Well, I, I, I wonder if you wouldn't mind sharing the story that's in this section. Um, and I was really touched by it because I've had similar experiences in my early childhood. As a matter of fact, one of my, my aunts was called Mrs. Nini. Um, and, uh, you know, there's a story you talk about with your daughter's two uh, uh, corgis uh, and how you reflected upon that and your own personal experience with your grandmother in, 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 in your life. Oh, and, thank you. Yeah. Actually, that was a story from, uh, I actually asked people to give me examples mm-hmm. of taking in the good. Right. So uh, just to be clear, you, you got everything right except um, it was from someone else. But I remember that story really, really well. Yeah. I, I wanted and, to make it be about you. Okay, well, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I got no, it, I got right. it, I got you it. Know, I, I, uh, I did read it, and it wasn't yeah. right. It was about somebody else, but I don't know. I, somehow I, I associated it yeah, with Yeah, yeah, totally it. true. You know, what she did is that um, she was uh, just so, she, she, she dogs. A lot of people's stories were about animals and, you know, cats and dogs, which I think is so interesting. And what she did is that when she was just having fun with these two dogs who really loved her, she started thinking about her truly wicked grandmother when she was growing up who terrorized her and, and really abused her in many ways. And so um, what this person did is that she just held in her mind both the sense of the dogs loving her while at the same time being aware of her grandmother being mean and her feeling literally as a three-year-old, five-year-old girl just scared and not wanted like an ugly duckling, you know. And the combination of the two, the love of these dogs and the feeling of it, you know, uh, of being just, they adore her, right, and made her so happy. The combination of that held in awareness at the same time alongside the negative stuff related to her grandmother just kind of erased her grandmother. And as she reported after doing this, now you may need to do this Mm -hmm. a few dozen times, Mm -hmm. but 
30 seconds at a time. What's that? You know, that's like 15 minutes, right? You know, that's, that's, that's not even half a TV show. Right. So anyway, my point about this is that by doing it repeatedly, she actually came to profound inner peace about her childhood and was no longer bothered by it. You know, and this really leads back to what I said earlier at the show, the, on the show, and I wanted you to talk, talk to this as well before we go to break. You know, I don't think growing up that I thought happiness was a choice. Yeah. You know, I didn't, I, I didn't really get it. Um, and then somehow, I don't know what happened to me, but then I guess I had an experience of it, and then, you know, I practiced it, and bam. But what would you, what would you say to folks about this idea that happiness is a choice? Um, you know, that we're not dealt, you know, karmic injury that we have to live yeah. with. And stuff. You, you know what I'm trying to say? I would, I would pick a different word that overlaps your word. I'd yeah. say happiness is a practice. Yeah, you there we I go. Mean? Yeah. But you've got to choose that, to practice, right? Exactly right. Now, right. in that sense, you're right. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, there's a joke in therapy world. How many <laughs> therapists does it take to change a light bulb? Only one. But the light bulb has to want to change, right? So <laughs> at some right. level, you have to want to practice. But, you know, there are times when it's inappropriate to be happy. You know, you're at a funeral or you're struggling with a really intense situation. And there might be some kind of, uh, uh, as I think is possible, some kind of context or background of basic well-being and okayness and resilience that contains the difficulty. But in the moment, it would be inauthentic to be all cheerful and lovey-dovey, you right. know, at your mother's funeral, let's say. Right. Uh, on the, so in that sense, it's not possible. It wouldn't be authentic to choose to be happy in that moment. On the other hand, to choose repeatedly, to not waste this precious life, as the poet Mary Oliver puts it, what will you do with your one wild and precious life? To not waste it, and especially not waste those opportunities that happen all day long, 10 seconds here, a minute or two there, to actually register the good experiences of life using the methods in my book, letting them sink into you, and gradually turning them into neural structure. That's on us whether we do that practice or not. And in that sense, I completely agree with you. Well, you know, let's take a short break because, you know, for me, I can remember points in time in my life where I had to make some decisions. Was I, was I going to sit on the couch and follow in the path of my mother? Was I going to be absolutely miserable with my life? Or did I want to make a choice for something different? Um, the key thing is you provide us with a whole bunch of tools, a ways to help lift ourselves up, you know, to begin that hardwiring process. We're going to take a short break when we come back. More with my very special guest joining me here today, Rick Hansen. The book is uh, Hardwiring Happiness. We'll make sure we give you his website again. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question. 
always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com Tune in each Wednesday at noon Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com for the hit show Out of the Fog with Karen Hager. Spark your spirit and ignite your soul with spiritual conversation and enlightening guests that'll help catapult you into action. You'll meet metaphysical movers and shakers and lightworkers guaranteed to raise your vibration. Karen's down-to-earth style and lively curiosity is what makes this show super special. Visit FogCityPsychic.com to find out more and to book your private intuitive reading today. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at maryjanemack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Get your shift together with Dr. Joe Dispenza and Greg Braden Saturday, November 16th, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. at the Seattle Center for Spiritual Living for this collaboration between two of the most inspiring teachers highlighting their unique paths as they explore the latest scientific studies and how this information can empower you during this critical period of our history. Making a difference in the world starts with you. To register, go to JoeDispenza.com events. That's JoeDispenza.com events. Tune in to the Sandy Brewer Show, getting to the heart of what matters in your life. Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com and experience the powerful healing voice of Dr. Sandy Brewer, one of Colin Talk Radio's most dynamic, compelling personalities. Get ready for inspiration and contagious humor and her been there, done that, no-nonsense advice to meet today's challenges. Listen and call in at 800-930-2819 for the Sandy Brewer Show. So cute. I can't wait to get that on Facebook. We'll get that picture taken and uh, send it out. I'll get that sent to Jessica. We had a happiness moment, didn't we, guys? Certainly did. We made it happen. a cool happiness moment. So, Rick, guess what? We actually put the stuff in your book into practice right now. You guys are great. Question is, did you let the experience land, or did you just simply feel good in the moment? I think it's a little bit of both. I think so, too. I think we had a moment, and we're still landing. Yeah, yeah, that's we're right. Still you feeling got good. the installation part. You got got, I think we got orbit. that. Yeah, that's good. I that's think we good. got that. It's uh, it was so cute. They're so cute. Their little count. Their outfits. <laughs> Benny looks so adorable. Rick, uh, you know, th- I, did you ever think we would have like in the middle of interviewing you? Right. I mean, what <laughs> what other state? What other show do you go to when you actually have like something like? Oh, they're actually using my book. Well, that's pretty great. Actually, in the moment, yeah, real time. 
Real time. Uh, first of all, well, let me do this. Let's give another copy of the book away. 1-800-930-2819. First caller, putting Taylor to work. Bam. Look, he's trying to get, oh, do you, you can do it. We'll get it. Uh, I wanted to ask you, I mean, there's so many things in the book that uh, we didn't really, we, we didn't tap into. What are some of the most important things you want our listeners to know about hardwiring? What What would you want us to know? Yeah. And what role point. does fulfillment play in this? You know what I mean? Like I'm feeling yeah. like my life is worth something. Oh, that's exactly right. Okay. One, know that your brain is the bottom line. Number two, know that your brain is constantly changing its structure, for better or worse, based on what you're experiencing. Three, know that your brain has a negativity bias. It's like Velcro for the bad, but Teflon for the good. But four, you can use your everyday positive experiences by really savoring them, really marinating in them, basking in them, taking them in. You can use that method, this method, which is what my book's about, to beat the negativity bias. And gradually weave inner strength, happiness, confidence, and feeling loved into yourself. So you take that with you wherever you go. So that five, to Dr. Pat's point about fulfillment, increasingly your sense of well-being and hopefulness and life's worth living and self-respect, for example, feeling of worth, calm, even keeledness, those are unconditional. They're increasingly internalized into your own nervous system and body. They're woven into you so that they're not so that your well being and your functioning is no longer dependent on external conditions. In other words, it becomes increasingly unconditional so that you have a deepening sense of fulfillment and a sense that life is worth living. So that's what I'd like people to know and if I could end on this point, yeah. there's a saying in Tibet that if you take care of the minutes, the years will take care of themselves. I think thing that's profound because it's both hopeful, right? Because the minute ahead of us is the minute we can do something about. But it also, as we said in the very beginning, focuses on our own responsibility. It's up to us to make use of the next minute. You know, what's the most important minute of your life? It's the next minute minute after minute after minute, because you can't do anything about the past minutes and more than a few minutes into the future. You can't do anything about. But in the next minute, there are usually some positive qualities in it um, that are existing already or you could create it authentically. And so when that happens, will you make use of that or Mm -hmm. will you waste it? Or at least half a dozen times a day, maybe even more, will you let those the good that's available to you in the next minute, the most important minute of your life, actually sink in by enriching it and absorbing it, and if you want, linking it to negative material. I wanted to, you know, talk with you a little bit here as, you know, we, we go into the holidays. And, um, you know, there are folks that look at the holidays and they have a perspective about it. You know, the dread. I mean, I'm sure you've heard that, right? Um, I would love for you to share uh, an empowering message or a tip for us as we move forward this year. I think the thing to do about holidays is, on the one hand, um, not take them so seriously and lighten up about it. I think people impose a lot of crazy uh, obligations upon themselves, yeah. you know, to, uh, you know, to, to please other people or impress the in-laws or whatever on the one hand. On the other hand, I would really encourage people to 
take for themselves. So many people, and I think especially women, um, are so focused on making other people happy and giving to other people that they somehow don't take for themselves. But if you, you know, feel entitled to take for yourself little good moments here and there and let them sink in, even taking for yourself a sense of your own lovingness toward other people, if you do that, you'll gradually grow that inside yourself. And then increasingly, you'll have it with you wherever you go. And as your own cup runneth over, you're going to have more to offer to other people, too. Yeah. I mean, I love the idea of being able to look at the world with a different set of lenses, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, and, and I think that um, it's really interesting that I do what I do today and I talk about some of the things I talk about And I love being a student of this, Rick. Mm -hmm. I really love being a student of this. I I never thought in a million years of my life that I would be this blessed, that I can come in here, read a book like uh, Hardwiring Happiness, and and have a different perspective on how to live an amazing life. So thank you for, you know, bringing your true self forward to uh, let us, uh, you know, share and honor the gifts that you bring. Thank you so much for doing that. Oh, it's really a pleasure, Pat, and I appreciate it. You know, one of the things that's been deeply meaningful for me in doing this is thinking about also applying these methods of taking in the good Mm. to children, to people who are depressed, or people in business environments in terms Mm -hmm. of peak performance. How do you build up the resources inside that help people perform at their very best and work in life? So, you know, and I've also been the uh, you know, beneficiary of the things that I write about, as I know you have for your yeah, own work. Yeah, yeah we, we really, um, we grow ourselves from clarifying and writing about ways to help other, pe- other people grow. Mm, absolutely. Thank you so much. Please give out your website again, if you would, and let folks know the best way to find out more about you. Oh, thanks. Uh, get a copy uh, of your book, and yeah. And yeah. Uh, the website's rickhanson.net, rickhanson, S-O-N.net. Uh, there are tons of freely offered resources there, talks, articles, videos, links to other great resources. It's almost entirely given away. And then in terms of my book, Hardwiring Happiness, it's everywhere right now. As you said in the beginning, it has been a New York Times bestseller, which is super. And so you can get it at your local bookseller or online. Thank you so much, Rick. Thank you for joining us here today. I want to thank all of you for tuning us in, turning us on. For those of you that are listening on the mighty KKNW AM 1150, we've got another hour of the Dr. Pat Show coming your way. So please stay tuned. Uh, And remember, as we said earlier, this is uh, Halloween. It's actually one of my favorite, favorite days and times of the year. It always has been ever since I was very, very young. And, you know, make sure that you step out in the safest, most beautiful way, even Halloween, uh, even on Halloween, we could be kind, open up our hearts and generous to the people that we touch. Anything that you want to say, Mr. Taylor? I was just going to say, look out for kids tonight. Be safe. Yeah. The little trick-or-treaters, obviously. Slow down on the road. Yeah. Right. Especially tonight. Just... Don't rush home, basically. All right, don't rush home. Be safe. Yeah. Be safe. Uh, we're going to take a shorty. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show.
The Tick-Borne Disease Alliance, TBDA, has just launched Fight Back for a Cure, a new national grassroots campaign to build support for the fight against tick-borne diseases. This fall, 24-year-old John Donnelly is biking across America to meet others affected by tick-borne diseases and raise awareness about the national tick-borne disease epidemic. TBDA wants you to get involved in the campaign and follow John's journey. To learn more, visit BiteBackForACure.org. Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. Called the Oprah of Radio by her listeners, award-winning host Dr. Pat Basile is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit the drpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Patshow.com for listening times in your area. Are you ready to give your home a fresh look but don't want to do the work? Help is a phone call away. Kathy's Handy is a full-service general contracting company specializing in home improvement, remodeling, and repairs. Kathy's Handy are specialists in kitchens, baths, fireplace makeovers, and finished carpentry, and they partner with other amazing specialty subcontractors needed to complete any job. Friendly, energetic, and dependable with an impeccable reputation to get the job done while keeping you as comfortable as possible during the transformation of your home is the hallmark of Kathy's Handy. Call Kathy now for a free estimate. 206-715-8126. That's 206-715-8126. And visit kathyshandy.com for a complete view of possibilities for your home. Are you interested in learning about how to add more eco-conscious living into your life? Amy Willis, broker and owner of Rhino Roz Realty, is dedicated to helping people buy and sell healthy homes. She strives to educate people on incorporating more green features into your environment. Rhino Roz Realty wants to be a resource before, during, and after a transaction. Whether someone is buying or selling a single-family home, multifamily, condo, or investment property, Rhino Roz can provide the service and knowledge that is needed to make informed decisions. For a free market analysis or more information about greening your home, contact Amy at rhinoroz.com, R-H-I-N-O-R-O-Z.com, or call 206-508-1250. Rhino Roz Realty, charging on your behalf in the Northwest. 